Hi everyone, this is Psychic Medium, Miss Sarah Harvey with the Psychic Medium School. I'm really happy that you joined me today because today we're going to talk about mediumship. I'm going to explain what mediumship is. So there are two different types of mediumship. There's mental mediumship and there's physical mediumship. So I want to talk about physical mediumship first because this isn't something that you see very often nowadays. A physical mediumship is when a spirit literally takes over your body and your voice may change, your actions may change, maybe different than what you would normally do, but anybody that is around you can literally see what is occurring. So the reason it doesn't happen very often nowadays is very few people intentionally summon a spirit to take over their body because it is very, very dangerous. Uh, but years ago, mediums would actually practice physical mediumship and encourage spirits to what I would call jump them, which means they are taking over their body. So essentially, jumping them jumping them is the physical mediumship. So I want to talk about mental mediumship because mental mediumship is a little bit different. Mental mediumship occurs when only the person that is experiencing the spirit communication is the psychic medium themselves. So this can occur when you're experiencing any of the eight clair senses. And if you want to know what the eight clair senses are, there is another episode um, that you can go to that I actually covered what the eight clair senses are. So the eight clair senses are clairaudience, clear psychic hearing, clairvoyance, clear psychic seeing, claircognizance, clear psychic knowing, Clairsentience, clear psychic physical feeling, clear empathy, clear psychic emotional feeling, clairtangency, clear psychic touching, clairgustance, clear psychic tasting, and clairsalience, clear psychic smelling. And again, if you want to know what those are in more detail, you have to listen to that episode. I'm not going to go into that that much during this episode. So now that you know what mental mediumship is, that's what we're going to discuss today. So this is when only the psychic medium is exper- experiencing the psychic spirit communication. So when practicing mediumship, it's important that you protect yourself from experiencing any unwanted energy or entities before you begin your mediumship session. There are several ways that you can do this, and each psychic medium has their own process. I'm going to share a condensed version of my process with you. So when beginning my mediumship sessions, I start with sitting and clearing my mind. I take a few deep breaths and set the intentions in my mind about what I would like to learn during the session. Uh, Then depending on the length of the session I'm going to be doing, I smoke cleanse myself and the area that I'll be conducting my mediumship session in. Uh, There are also several crystals in in my space, uh, most frequently clear quartz, black tourmaline, and black obsidian. So those crystals are all for protection. So when opening the lines of spirit communication, I begin by focusing on the person that I'm connecting with. This can be done with their name and a question or a photo. Most beginners will find that focusing on a photograph of the person uh, that they're trying to connect with makes uh, the mediumship communication much easier. It's important that you know that if you're in any sort of sensitive state of mind, like uh, you're, you're depressed um, or you're having a lot of uh, you know, emotional issues, uh, that's a, not really a good time to practice spirit communication. 
because you can open yourself up to just negative energy or entities. And it's important during this process that you really protect yourself. So also, if you feel like you're having already some sort of experience with negative energies or entities, it's really good to do a cleansing uh, throughout your home um, that will help you remove any bad energy in minor cases. So this is a cleansing mantra that I use while saging my own space, myself, and my home. Uh, I use this mantra. I do not own the rights to this mantra. So, um, and it is available in the Exploring Claire audience group on Facebook. If you're not part of that group, it's completely free. Definitely go join it because we've got a really good community of people who are like-minded people who are just good to talk with. And a lot of the members, if they're experiencing something and I'm busy or can't answer questions, there's a lot of other members that are really helpful. So I really enjoy that. Thank you to everyone that is part of the group. You're all amazing. So the cleansing mantra is this. Cleanse this space of negative energy, thoughts and intentions. If their energy is here, not of the light, you are not welcome, be gone, and do not return. Surround this space and everyone in it with positive energy and white light. So I repeat this as going through my house. Um, if you're like me and have a terrible memory when it comes to things like that, I did print it off and uh, walked around with it with my, uh, or I do print it off and walk around with it with my uh, sage. And so that's uh, just something that you can do to protect your home and yourself. Um, that's important to do like every few months if you're doing mediumship readings. So I'm going to talk about the connection that you're going to feel during a mediumship reading. So the simplest way for a beginner to practice mediumship is uh, sitting down in a quiet space uh, where you're, it's free of distractions. So if you can get, if you have animals, you can get them out of the uh, space and have everything be as quiet as it can be um, so that you don't have any distractions while you're trying to focus. You're really going to begin by meditating. And you can do this visually if you're looking at a picture too. But what I do um, if when I'm teaching a beginner how to really connect, um, and it does get easier to connect. So you don't ha you don't won't necessarily have to do all this when you connect uh, later on. Uh, but it's important to kind of get a process to start with, so that way you're setting your mind free of distractions. So personally, I am like my I'm, there's like I have squirrel squirrel brain. Excuse me, squirrel brain. Um, so I have tons of different things that I'm doing, and so I get easily distracted. And so one of the things I do, and I've talked about this before, is I make a list. If, I'm, if my mind is cluttered, I make a list of all the things that I need to remember to do, so that way I can relax. Um, and I am that person that has a difficult time relaxing if I don't do it intentionally. So um, meditation is all about intention. So when you're doing mediumship, sessions. It's all about the intention. So what I would do to start with is turn on some meditative music. And I do have a third eye meditation on YouTube. And I've used that during mediumship circles. So I was doing mediumship circles and I have kind of stopped doing those for the uh, for the next few months just so I can kind of get a break to, you know, recoup from uh, doing, I don't want to do too much, right? Okay, so when you're doing the mediumship 
session for yourself um, or for a, another person, it's good to get the photograph in front of you of the person you're trying to communicate with um, because it's going to help trigger uh, that communication for you and then you're going to know that you're talking to the right person. And so how do you know if you're talking to the right person? You know, I feel like the energy is off when I'm not talking to the right person um, or if I'm connecting with, with um, like an entity that doesn't, doesn't really want to, um, that wants to tell me something. Like I try to keep focused is what I'm saying. I try to keep focused on the person that I'm communicate, supposed to be communicating with. And I would say it's important that you don't try to communicate with more than one person per session. It's definitely important that you um, give yourself time in between sessions so you don't get the lines of communication crossed. Because what you'll notice, I guess the way I experience mediumship, is there will be one person in the front, and I get a clair clairvoyant images on um, my left side, um, like on my peripheral vision, basically. So I will see in my mind's eye uh, three people normally. There'll be one in the front, two behind, and the person in the front is normally the one that's wanting to communicate with the person that you're, like if it's you that you're doing the reading for, um, that they're the person that's really like pushing to communicate with you. Um, and so having the photo helps you, especially if you're doing this for a client, having the photo uh, really helps you focus on the person you're supposed to be focusing on because it can get a little confusing if you're just if you're trying to communicate with more than one person or if you uh, don't really know uh, what you're supposed to be focused. You have to have intention is what I'm saying. And give yourself time in between each session uh, because that'll help you tremendously because then it, it'll also keep you from getting overwhelmed. So one of the things that beginners have trouble with is um, and you even have trouble with, with this if you do too many readings in a day. Still, to this day, I won't do too many mediumship readings in a day because what you'll experience is feeling drained, like just physically and emotionally drained. And it's important that you keep yourself from feeling that way um, because that just puts you in a really sensitive state when you're uh, communicating with spirits. So I wouldn't try to overdo it. Don't try to push it too much. If you can't get the information you're looking for the first time, uh, wait a few days and try again. Um, but it's definitely important that you're that you um, communicate like these 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 are people you're communicating with, right? So you'll find in spirit communication that people are the same as they were in real life. So I had a reading one time that a girl or a woman had me communicate with her father, and she had asked me, she said, well, Sarah, can, can you communicate with them? And I said, are there any specific questions you have, you know? <clears throat> well, after I gave her the reading, or delivered the reading, she messaged me and she said, I thought he'd apologize. And the thing is, is you can't expect people when they pass to be any different than they are while they're living. So they, we still carry our same personality traits and we're it's still the same people, um, except we're in spirit form. So I think that's important that you remember when you're doing spirit communication, that if you or your client is expecting something that this person wouldn't give you in life, they're probably not going to give that information or apologies or things like that to you uh, after they've passed. So just so you're aware of that. 
And everybody sees spirits a little bit differently. <clears throat> so when I say see, I mean in my mind's eye. I don't mean uh, like standing right in front of me in physical form. I'm saying that I see them in my mind's eye and I see them specifically like that. So so that's something that you should remember. So when you have, I think a lot of people, uh, like beginners are kind of scared of spirit communication because they think they're just going to, like it's like television, you know, where they just uh, walk in a room or, or somebody, or they're sleeping and somebody's standing at their bedside. That's not really what it's like um, for most uh, psychic mediums. Um, and I think beginners uh, kind of sh- are fearful of that and that's just something that you should be comforting and knowing when you're doing a third eye activation that does not mean that you are going to experience like I would call that sensory overload you know you've seen the sixth sense where the boy sees uh, multiple different spirits wherever he goes Um, that's not really what a mediumship is like Um, so just so you're aware of that so when we're seeing this we're seeing it in our mind's eye And so I think that's important for you to know so that you're not afraid to pursue psychic development. Um, If you are wanting to uh, to, uh, develop your psychic abilities, I definitely recommend uh, this eight clairsenses masterclasses. And I call them that because I focus on the clairsenses. Essentially, it's a psychic development and mediumship development uh, masterclass. And I really like it because I actually go through exercises in it to help you develop your abilities. And I talk about all the different ways that you can protect yourself and how grounding works. And basically, it's all summed up into one, um, one package of uh, master classes, and I focus on each one. So uh, how to meditate for your clear audience, how to, you know, what you use, what I focus on all that. So Anyway, the link will be down uh, in the description below for that. It's going to be 30% off, which is a huge, huge discount. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've even offered it that at that price before. Um, but it'll be 30% off until the end of November. And the code is Psychic Development 30, I believe. No, excuse me, November 30. I'll put that in the description below too so you have it. Um, but I really wanted to talk about this so you can understand uh, like how I experience mediumship. Now, that being said, now that I've done mediumship so for so long, I don't necessarily need to trigger my mediumship with music because um, there is a meditation that I that I used to use or that I used to actually that I used in the mediumship circle to kind of get things started. We would meditate to start with and then we would look at the picture and then we would you know we would set our intentions to communicate while we were doing the medium sh- or, uh, the meditation um, and then focus on the picture for a few minutes until we got the information that we needed and so i really liked that and i think that that's a really good way for beginners to practice mediumship personally because i've done it so long i don't really have to use any sort of uh, meditation music i can just sit um, I know some people like to meditate with music, some people don't. That's really your preference. Um, but I would say that just do what makes you feel comfortable. So when you're meditating and connecting with spirit, like I connect in my in an office chair. Like I'm not sitting on the ground cross-legged like you would imagine. Um, but when I'm connecting, I am everything's quiet. I am free of interruptions. I 
light a candle a lot of the time. I have my sage and I just communicate, set the intention to communicate and communicate with them. I'm not pushy when it comes to questions. Even if a client or uh, somebody asks about something, I let the information flow freely because I don't want to be pushy, especially when I uh, am not sure quite what the the spirit's personality is. I just want it to be something that's a good experience for them. And of course, a good experience for me and their and my client. So that's just kind of what how I feel about mediumship and how I practice mediumship. And I hope that helps some of you beginners, so you understand what it is, what type of mediumship it is, and uh, you know what processes you can use. And I definitely encourage you having some sort of crystal protections, like the black obsidian, um, black tourmaline. Any black crystal is really good for protection. Having those things around is just good positive energy. Um, and really be careful if you're communicating with somebody who has committed suicide or died in a tragic way because that can be an experience that you don't want as a beginner. Um, sometimes they can hang on to you or they don't want to, they just want to communicate with you. Another thing that you'll find is that sometimes when you communicate with a spirit, it will be like they, have, they haven't communicated with someone for years and sometimes they haven't. Um, and so then it's kind of like all this information flows in at once and it's almost faster than you can handle. Um, but that happens sometimes and I'm just like, you got to slow down, got to slow down. Um, so, so those are just some, uh, some techniques that I use in that I've worked with beginners, uh, psychic uh, beginners that were doing psychic development. Um, and it's, it's a really successful way of doing things. But if you're interested in the psychic development, the eight Claire master classes, I definitely encourage you uh, to, to check those out. And I'll leave the link down below. I'm so happy you listen. I feel like I rambled on this episode. I don't know why. But I hope you're all having a wonderful winter. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for uh, the people. I hope everybody down south in the United States is safe, too. I know there was some hurricanes that I heard of and... Um, I got some some friends down there. So, and here in Iowa, we got we got a lot of snow. Uh, we kind of got dumped on last night. So I'll be staying inside. Uh, so I hope you guys all have an amazing day. And I hope that if you're not part of the psychic develop, or excuse me, the um, clear exploring clear senses or exploring clear audience Facebook group, that you join that group. Uh, we have a lot of great discussions. So thank you guys for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing day.